Chapter Nineteen of Aunt Jane's Nieces on the Ranch by L. Frank Baum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter Nineteen, Inez and Miguel. Inez found Miguel Zaloa smoking his cigarette among the orange trees. He was quite alone and looked at the girl in an expectant way as she approached. Oh, Miguel, she cried, I tell you a secret. Of course, it is no secret any more, for now they all know it up there at the house. Mildred Travis, the girl from New York, is not Mildred Travis. She is the child of Leighton the smuggler. She is Mildred Leighton. The old ranchero stood as if turned to stone, but he bit his cigarette in two and it fell unnoticed upon the ground. While Inez regarded him with disappointment, because he had exhibited no emotion at hearing the wonderful news, Miguel turned his back and mechanically walked away through a row of trees. A dozen paces distant, he halted and again stood motionless for the space of a full minute. Then he swung around and with slow, hesitating steps returned to Inez. You say she is Mildred Leighton? he asked, as if he thought he had not heard aright. Of course! Don't you remember, Miguel? She say, when she used to come here, a little girl, with Leighton, the great smuggler, you did know her. It was then you served Senor Cristoval at the big house. He nodded, his dark eyes fixed upon her face, but displaying no expression. Leighton is dead continued inez delighted to be able to gossip of all she had heard they put him in a prison and he died so mildred was ashamed of her father's bad name and call herself travers she is poor and that is why she come here as nurse so she can find the money that belonged to her miguel suddenly seized her wrist in a powerful grip what money he demanded don't you hurt my arm it is the money Senor Cristoval owed her father. Take your hand away, Miguel Zaloa. Slowly he released her. Where will she find this money? he asked. She does not know. Perhaps it is not here at all. But there was a great heap of laces, worth much money, which Senor Cristoval hid in the wall to keep for Leighton. Miguel laughed. He seemed suddenly to have regained his equanimity. He began rolling another cigarette. They will be old by now, these lace, said he. A lace is better when it is old, asserted the girl. The man paused, looked at the half-made cigarette, and tossed it away. Then he glanced around to see if they were observed, and taking Inez's arm, gently this time, he led her away from the path and into a thicket of orange trees. These Mildred, he said in soft tones, you hate no no i do not hate her now i love mildred so he said drawing in his breath and regarding the girl with surprise you tell me once she is witch woman i am wrong declared inez earnestly she is good she have been poor and friendless all because of her father the noble smuggler leighton but see miguel i have been all night shut up in the wall with her we talk, and I learn to know her better. I do not hate Mildred any more. I love her. Sit down, said the old man, pointing to a hillock beside a tree. 
Inez obeyed and he squatted on the ground facing her and coolly rolled another cigarette Tell me more about this girl Leighton's girl he said Inez related Mildred's story as well as she was able Exaggerating such romantic details as appealed to her fancy but showing unbounded sympathy for her new friend the aged ranchero listened intently nodding his white head now and then to show his interest when the girl had finished he smoked for a time in silence what mildred do now he inquired they will hunt in the wall tomorrow to find the lace she replied meest weldon say for you to come to the house at nine o'clock in morning to help them meest well say that yes but we have searched already mildred and me and meest bull run have searched and no lace is there i am sure of that i am sure no money is there too so mildred must stay as nurse all her life and help me take care of miss jane miguel pondered this by and by miss jane grow up said he what can leighton's daughter do then how can i tell that answered inez shaking her head always poor people must work miguel is it not so rich people must work too continued the mexican girl dreamily as she embraced her drawn-up legs and rested her chin upon her knees was old senor cristoval more happy than we with all the money he loved no meest weldon works meest hahn works even meest bull run works sometime if one does not work one is not happy miguel and if one must work money makes not any difference so when mildred finds she is still poor and has no money and no laces like she hoped for she will work just the same as ever and be happy i too work remarked the old man i have always work if you had much money miguel you would still work yes you would not care for money not you it would not do you any good it would not change your life no again they sat in silence as if reflecting on this primitive philosophy finally inez said you remember leighton miguel yes he was good man he make much money for senor cristoval and for himself sometime i see them count gold ten pieces to senor cristoval ten pieces to leighton to divide even then leighton will throw me a gold piece and say that for you miguel because you are faithful and true and senor cristoval did he throw the gold piece to you also no what did you do with the gold leighton give you miguel the old man shrugged his shoulders tobacco some wine a game of card and you were faithful and true as leighton say he looked at her long and steadily what do you think about that inez when people talk about miguel zaloa they always say he is a good man I hear Miss Weldon say Miguel is honest. I would trust Miguel with all I have. Miss Wells say that? Yes. Well, I think you are sometimes honest, sometimes not, like I am myself, replied the girl. The old man rose and led the way back to the path. To be always honest is to be sometimes foolish, he muttered on the way. Tell Miss Weld I will be there, like he say. At nine o'clock. End of chapter nineteen.